Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you. The Tash Show on FM96 presents I Love You, Dad. Yep, we're getting uh, one of the the guys listening right now to call his dad and say I love you at least five times during the conversation while we listen in. And this morning, that guy is Wiley Dowson. Hey, Wiley. Good, how are you? Pretty good. You excited for Father's Day this weekend? Oh, yeah. Do you have a good relationship with your dad? Well, most of the time, we work together, so it's all right. (laughs) Uh, you have the added stress of being co-workers. What do you do for a uh, living? Uh, we plumb together. Okay, so is it Dowson and Sons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, he's your boss, is what you're saying. Yeah, he is. Okay, and how often do you say I love you to your dad? Um, Every so often, only when he needs it, mostly. Right, so if you said I love you five times during a random call, it would be a little strange. Yeah, yeah, he'd be weirded out. Okay, so just we're gonna call him up. You just have a conversation like you would an everyday normal conversation, but you gotta slide in. I love you five times during the conversation. You can't say it all at once, okay? You gotta spread them out. Okay. You ready to go? Yeah. Let's call your dad, Aaron. What the heck? Hello? Oh, hey, Dad. Ready to work this morning? What? You ready to work this morning? Yeah. Just just so you know, I love you. Why is your phone coming up with a private f***ing number bugging me? Well, well, Dad, I just wanted to tell you I love you, you know? Okay, well, I love you, too. What'd you do? Um, Nothing. Do you like barbecue? What? Do you like barbecue? Yeah. Okay, I love you. Oh, by the way, what what job site are we going to today? <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you? I'm I'm almost home. I just really wanted to tell you that I love you. What did you break? I didn't break anything. Hopefully not your heart because I love you so much. What are you doing, you weirdo? Where are you? <laughs> Just driving hey? home. What? I'm on my way. You're on your way. To come and work with you, because I love you so much. Have you even slept? <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Dad. What? We love you, too. <laughs> It's Taz and Jim at FM 96. What the frick is going on? <laughs> now he censors himself. <laughs> what? Aaron, we're playing a game called I Love You, Dad. We make guys call their dad and say I love you five times because it's awkward and fun to listen to. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm right. <riding> the- <laughs> what yeah, you're on the radio right now, and uh, your son has just won the two of you beer and barbecue show tickets uh, at the Western Fair District for Father's Day weekend. You guys are going to go check that out. <laughs> has he broken a lot of your stuff in the past, and that's why you thought that that's what this call was about? <laughs> no, 
Maybe a thing or two, that's for sure. Nothing too bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what made it even more awkward, I think. <laughs> well, do you want to you give your son one back? I mean, he said, I love you at least five times there, Dad. Hey, hey boy, I love you more than anything in the world. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Hey, thanks a lot. Right on. Have a great day. This has been I Love You, Dad. Show on FM 86. Time for sports here on the Taz Show, and Devin Peacock is fired up this morning. What's bugging you, Dev? Well, we got a, a couple people in this country who feel they have to apologize on behalf of all Canadians for the reaction that uh, Kevin Durant got when he was injured, which, first off, has been overblown anyway, but so there, there, there are people who sent flowers to the Warriors' offices to Canadians. apologize. Canadians. On behalf of all Canadians, we just want Canadians. to say we're sorry. Sorry, eh? Sorry. And now there's someone to set up a change.org petition to change the Canadians' initial reaction to his injury. I've got that petition right here. There is no excuse for the original cheering many of the fans at Scotiabank Arena did after seeing Kevin go down in the second quarter. We let our emotions get the better of us. As he was having a killer game, just coming back from an injury. When he went down, it wasn't cheering that he got hurt. We thought it meant we had won the game and series. The standing ovation our fans gave when we saw him exit the game was a better representation of how we should have reacted. As Canadians or Raptors fans, we should admire his integrity and sacrifice for doing whatever he could to help his team. He is a hell of an athlete and an even better person. We should all give him the respect he deserves. Sign the petition to let Durant know how we really feel and not how we were represented by a few at the arena. We wish you a quick recovery and hope to see you playing basketball again soon. Hopefully not for Game 7. Well, hopefully there isn't a Game 7. First of all, petition, guys. <laughs> From all Canadians, we're sorry, Kevin Durant. Oh. All like, Canadians? Devin Peacock didn't sign off on that. We didn't do anything. <laughs> First off, the fans, when they were cheering, didn't know what happened. When they found out what happened, they responded accordingly. They, if you want to get upset at fans at the game, be upset at the ones who were waving goodbye to Durant as he was going off, because at that point, you know he's hurt. Yeah. Aside from that, all Canadians didn't do jack. We, we've got, this is the reaction. We have the audio of the reaction when uh, Durant went down here. Ibaka trying to stay with Durant, knocks it away, and Durant slipping. Durant goes down, holding his leg. Ibaka goes up, and is fouled down the other end. And Durant grabbing that right leg. It's the right calf that put him out. See, a lot of the cheering wasn't for Durant going down. It was for the play, right? They were watching the play, and Durant was behind the play. This is when the trainer comes on, and this is where they're being you know, criticized. I hear the fans yeah, cheering. I, I'm surprised by that, and and the players are telling him not to be doing that. Okay, and now uh, as a comparison, Jim, you've got some more audio. Let's listen to this moment. This is Kawhi Leonard, 2017, getting injured against the Golden State Warriors at the Golden State Arena, uh, Oracle, and in the finals... Similar situation. He goes up for a jump shot, rolls his ankle. He was not a Raptor at this point. No, he was playing for the Spurs. But yeah. again, it was the, okay. it was the so finals. Fires from the corner. 
And Leonard goes down again. And he's in pain again in front of the Spurs bench. Will Sevening, the longtime athletic trainer for the Spurs, checking on him. The crowd reacting to the replay of that call on the big screen. They don't care about Kawhi Leonard in that case, or do they? We don't know. It's hard to tell. But, like, are all Golden State fans terrible? Are all Golden State fans terrible because their owner shoved Kyle Lowry? <laughs> yeah. like, all, like, all Canadians didn't do anything. Stop apologizing for all Canadians. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you don't speak for me, oh, you random just people going out there wanting to look good and, like, virtue signal about how fantastic you are, how woke you are. Give me a break. I apologize for all Canadians that we have to have all these people feel they need to apologize for everyone else because we're not like that. And I apologize <laughs> for everyone here at the Taz Show for how worked up Devin Peacock has gotten this Stop morning. apologizing <laughs> for things we didn't do. Right through the weekend at Budweiser Gardens, Cirque du Soleil is back in town. Corteo is the current show. And we got a little uh, London pride going with this uh, this performance at Bud Gardens of Cirque du Soleil because Alex Hayes is a Londoner and he is one of the performers in this show. He joins us here in studio. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and I got to say... He put a lot more effort into his appearance this morning than Jim and I have. <laughs> <laughs> you got the full outfit on, man. Yes, yes. This Indeed. looks great. So your costume, it's yes. a, it's kind of a clown. How would you describe it? Is it is a clown. It is a clown. It's a clown drummer. I'm the mu- musician of the show, one of the musicians of the show, and I'm one of the clowns of the show as well. You have to be a very talented person. Uh, either musician, uh, contortionist, acrobat. Like this, these are the best of the best. If you've never seen Cirque du Soleil, it truly is. They push the possibilities of uh, what it is to be human, yeah, basically, really. in these shows. So tell us about how you got started with drumming. With drumming? Oh, wow. I started with eight years old. So I've, played, I've been playing drums for my whole life. I mean, I got involved with music uh, when I was very young. I, I used to, you know, study classical guitar at the conservatory. I did piano, but I was in love with drums when I was eight, and I never looked back. And that's it. I'm playing drums since, since then. Your accent obviously is not a London, Ontario accent. Mm-hmm. Where were you born? Where did you grow up in originally? Brazil. Originally, I'm from Brazil. I'm from Sao Paulo. Huge, huge city. And I heard that you had the opportunity to move wherever you wanted in the world. You chose Canada, mm-hmm. and then you narrowed down the list and decided that London, Ontario would be the best place to raise your family. Exactly. Exactly. It's true. It's true. What made you think that? Yeah, what led you to the decision? Uh, a lot of factors. Um, you know, I'm a family guy. I'm a family man. And um, I was looking, we, me and my, my family, my wife, my kids, we were looking. In general, we love Canada. I love Canada because I've, I've been through in, in Canada since 2010. And uh, I had the opportunity to go to a, a lot of places, a lot of cities, more than 100 cities in North America. Wow. And um, when we were choosing a place to live in Canada, because we were deciding to move to Canada, 
um, London was a was a heavy heavy weight for us, you know, because um, we love green. Uh-huh. This city is green. Marijuana. Oh, the forest. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> we love the, this, you know, nature. Right. A lot of trees, a lot of nature here. And it's a perfect place for us to raise our kids. You know, it's a calm place, friendly people, a lot of opportunities for young people. And we were choosing this kind of thing, you know. And, um, you know, friendly people. I love the energy of the town. Yeah. I love the atmosphere. You know, I'm a musician, I'm an artist, and we, 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 we feel energy. <laughs> Did you move to London before or after you were cast in Cirque du Soleil? After. After. After, yeah. Because I had the opportunity before to visit a lot of towns in Canada. When you're in one of these shows, how long are you on the road, and how often do you get a chance to return home? Usually... 10 weeks on and two weeks off, usually. Mm, okay. But sometimes 12 weeks on, two weeks off, sometimes 11 weeks, you know, two months and a half, sometimes three months outside. Wow. And then, yeah. It's, but it's a good time to be on the road because technology, uh, you can stay in yes, touch with the family a lot yes, better than you used yes, to be able to, indeed. right? Yeah, for sure. And do you talk to you? How old are your children? Now? Yeah. <laughs> now my first one is 21. 21, holy yeah, cow. Yeah. You don't look old enough to have a 21 year It's hard to kid, tell with eh? the clown no, makeup That's true. On. That's yeah. the secret. <laughs> that's the secret, man. And music is the secret Keeps as well. Keeps you young. Yeah. Are your kids freaked out at all by the by the clown makeup? Or would you FaceTime them with that on, or would you wash your face before you'd get in touch with the kids at night? Yes, it's it's you know, it's pretty funny because sometimes they, they never know when I'm going to show up in the... the <laughs> <laughs> how I will, will show up with, in, with the camera. But you know, my first one is already going to Fanshawe College. Sweet, he, nice. He's in he's in the fine arts course. He's a great uh, for me, and you know, as a father, he's a great artist. And my youngest are the second one is seventeen. The third one is thirteen. They are going to schools. Um, the second one is on Saunders, and the third one is in Isaac Brock. And uh, we are loving the town, my friend. We are awesome. loving the town. Yeah. What is, uh, what's Corteo all about? I've seen uh, most of the Cirque du Soleil performances that have come through London, Ontario. Everyone is incredible in its own way. What is the theme of this show? Corteo is uh, one of the classics of Cirque du Soleil. Means, uh, the name Corteo means procession. And... Um, we have this main character, Mauro, is the one of the clowns, the, the you know, the the main character of the show. He's dreaming about his life, he's dreaming about he doesn't know if he's dead or if he's dreaming. But during the whole show, um he meets again his old friends, everything that happens in his life in his life, uh, his lovers, you know, everything. I am I am one of the friends of Mauro uh-huh. in the show. So this mix of magic and mix of you know feelings brings a lot of joy. It's about joy of living, right? And um, makes us think about you know simple things, friendship, um, you know everything that happens in our life and what happens in his life. And during the whole show, these friends comes to the stage and do what they what they do best. 
And it's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful show. Well, I haven't seen one that isn't beautiful mm-hmm. uh, yet. And uh, this will be no exception. Starting tomorrow, Corteo, Cirque du Soleil, Budweiser Gardens. Alex Hayes is a Londoner who is performing in the show. I notice you have brought one of your instruments with you. You've got a small drum there. Are you able to give us a little sample? Yeah, of for sure. Yeah, with pleasure. With pleasure. One of, the, uh, one of the best, I'm sure, in the world if he's in Cirque du Soleil. So let's hear some. Thank you. So drumming here. Yes, during the show I play in a huge drum set and this is one of the drums that I use when I go to the show. When I go to the stage, sorry. Uh, I go very often to the stage all the time and then I go back to my pit. And this is a marching band from 40s. It looks like it's been used quite a bit. Looks like Willie Nelson's guitar. (laughs) And this is one of uh, you know one of, one of the parts of the show when the the actor we play is a fanfare. Love it! <laughs> right on! Love it! <laughs> If you want more, you got to buy a ticket. I'm sure you have a lot of family and friends who are going to be attending for sure, for sure. Uh, to see you perform. Alex Hayes from London in Cirque du Soleil uh, with the entire cast. It'll be incredible. Corteo, get your tickets at the Budweiser Gardens box office. Pleasure to meet you, Alex. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thank you very much, everybody. When are we getting an ACDC movie? Yeah. You know, they're making all these films now about the the classic rockers. We had your uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rocket Man about Elton John is in theaters now. ACDC, they, those guys are rock and roll, and I bet they could uh, put together some pretty amazing stories on the screen. Oh, no doubt. Do you think it would... Do you think the movie would end when Bon Scott dies, or that would that be like the kickoff of the movie? They could do two. Well, they'd have to do the Bon Scott years. Yeah. So they could do the first movie, Bon Scott. It ends with uh, Brian Johnson joining the band. That's and, a final scene or something. Yeah, and then the second movie could be ACDC, Back in Black. Oh, it writes itself. There you go. The only problem with ACDC is they don't have any slow songs. Like when the Dirt movie came out about Motley Crue, every time there's a sad moment when they go to rehab or somebody gets hurt... Uh, was a home sweet home would be the one the piano would come in ACDC has no sure they do they've got some slow songs Ride On is a great slow AC or they could just slow down some of their some of their big hits you know an emotional moment they could do come on come on love me for the (laughs) money come on come on listen to the money talk (laughs) A little remix. Of, I've got big balls. <laughs> He's got big balls. But who's got the biggest balls of them all? <laughs> it's going to be okay, Angus. We'll get through this. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. I mean, Elton, this Rocketman movie's doing great too. Every m- m- band's going to have a movie. Some balls are made for bouncing. <laughs> Some balls for fancy dress. <laughs> uh, did you know, this is an interesting fact, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man almost crossed over. Dexter Fletcher directed the Elton John movie, Rocket Man. 
He's the guy who was called in to finish directing Bohemian Rhapsody when Brian Singer got fired because mm-hmm. of his controversy. And at one point, he was thinking that Elton John in in the Rocket Man movie would go into a restaurant and Freddie Mercury would be sitting at another table. <laughs> Rami Malek sure. has Freddie Mercury sitting at another table and Elton would just kind of give him a, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Just a wave, kind of like making a, a Marvel comic style cinematic universe, like the end of Split, where you see Bruce Willis from Unbreakable in the end of at a restaurant, and you're like, "Oh my God, it's the same universe!" Yeah, cinematic universe. <laughs> Could you imagine if Elton John and Freddie Mercury existed in the same universe? <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> Or it could have been the end credits. After the end credits scene, they could have done a little. Yeah. We should team up. And then David Bowie walks in <laughs> oh, out of nowhere. What? Mine. And they blown. have to fight disco. <laughs> and then ACDC comes in. Seriously, we need an ACDC movie. Get on that. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.